Say hello to a new era of mental health care. Cerebral is here to help you achieve your mental wellness goals with professional therapy and medication management support. 100% online. You'll experience the all-new Cerebral way, an innovative approach to mental wellness designed around you. You'll get a personalized treatment plan from a therapist, prescriber, or both in a safe and judgment-free space. Your cerebral therapist or prescriber will outline a customized plan with clear milestones along the way, so you can get to feeling your best. With Cerebral, you're not alone in your mental health journey. We're here to empower you to live a fulfilling life. So take that first step towards a brighter future and sign up today at Cerebral.com slash podcast and use code ACAST to get 15% off your first month. Offer only valid on monthly plans. Other exclusions may apply. Offer ends July 31st, 2024. See site for details. Hello and welcome to the With Intention podcast by Cami Sophia. So I'm actually recording this on the 1st of November and I'm genuinely like, I am in the mood for like fall, winter, Christmas, everything. I literally, I went and bought myself a pumpkin chai latte candle, okay? I've got the plug-in scent of cinnamon buns. I bought this new brown aviator coat i look a bit like a pilot but it's beautiful it's like oversized and it's just amazing if you haven't seen already on my instagram story because i have actually spammed it because it's the most beautiful coat ever i th- i tried one on a zara and it was it was just such weird length and it was so thick that it just made me look bigger than i am it just wasn't very flattering especially with the things i wear i feel like i wear quite a lot of high like mid-waisted things like mid-waisted trousers and high-waisted trousers and like the length of it didn't really suit that but i got this one from pretty little thing and honestly it's amazing it's from molly may's collection so i think it's actually new out but it was selling fast so i was like do you know what let's just do it so I did it and I'm so happy that I did because it's literally my new favorite thing I don't think I will be taking it off I say that like I'm wearing it now I'm not wearing it now but I'm in my matching gray sweats I'm just chilling I've got my candle burning but I've got it like in the middle of the floor around with nothing around it because I had it by a plant but the like the um the flame was a bit high, so I was like, do you know what, no, Cammy. I'm going to put it in the middle of the room with nothing around it so it can just burn in peace and there's no potential fire risk. Anyway, okay. So, this week, I've just been busy, as per usual, and I don't think anyone actually gives you a warning of the amount of work that you get given third year in comparison to the last two years of university. It's actually mental, the difference. Like, genuinely, it's mental. But, you know, we're managing, we're coping well, ladies and gentlemen. Anyway, so today's episode is actually quite, well, not requested, but like, I have a lot of girls messaging on, message me on Instagram, saying about how they've got a boyfriend and they're really struggling to find independence, struggling to make friends because they've got a boyfriend, not even make friends, but like, I don't know. I just think a lot of a lot of girls listening uh, have boyfriends and are a bit lonely. So we're going to change that loneliness into enjoyment, okay? And we're going to talk about being independent in a relationship. We're going to talk about arguments. We're going to talk about how to deal with things. It's just, it's a bit of a boy talk episode. I don't really do them that often because boys aren't that relevant, but we move. Only joking. But yeah, so anyway, I feel like... I don't really talk about relationships that much, um, but yeah. And also, guys, I actually apologise because this girl DM me saying, "Have you ever counted how many times you say okay 
in your podcast episodes. I try so hard because I don't really listen back to them particularly. But when I used to do my episodes in like clips rather than one full thing when I was just starting out, I realised like in front of every clip, I would start it by saying, okay, so, (laughs) but you know, we move. What can we do about it? Nothing. Anyway, so the first dilemma, not really a dilemma, but you know what I mean. How to be independent in relationship. Let's start strong, okay? So being independent takes, it just means you need to be confident by yourself, okay? You need to make sure that you're happy and that you enjoy your time by yourself and that you're happy alone, okay? And the thing is, I always say this, like, you can do this by taking yourself out on dates, reading, going on walks, working out, cooking, having a movie night by yourself, taking yourself out for a coffee. Like, genuinely, it's the little things, but they make such a difference, okay? Like, obviously, as you probably know if you're a long-time listener, but um, me and Matt do long distance while he's at uni, so we're, like, three and a half hours away. So we see each other every other weekend, um, but sometimes it's a bit, like, staggered, like, I was there last Wednesday to Thursday just for one night, and then I'm back Friday to Sunday this week, but that just kind of worked out like that, because if I didn't see him for that one night, I wouldn't have seen him for four weeks, I think, I don't know, but I don't know, it kind of works out, but anyway, we do long distance, okay, um, We try and phone every day and obviously long distance has its perks and it has its cons, okay? But thing is, it's really hard. Well, I don't know. I feel like I enjoy long distance, but then I also don't like... I can understand the sad parts of it, but then I also love being able to do my own thing. And you're always looking forward to seeing each other because, you know... And it's a lot easier to be independent when you're long distance because you're not constantly wondering what the other person's doing when they're like down the road from you. But I know when Matt came back for the summer, it was a bit of an adjustment because it was like, oh, what? So we we could see each other every day. So why are we not? My brain just, I don't even know why my brain went like that, but it just went really funny. I'm really sorry if you can hear a dog barking outside. It needs to be quiet. Can you hear it? Okay, stop now anyway. <laughs> but yeah, so I think it's a lot easier when you're long distance to be independent in a relationship because you're not, you've not got the opportunity to live out in each other's pockets, okay? The thing is, being independent is actually so hard. As I know, like when, all you, like, when you're just starting out in a relationship, okay, and you're all loved up and all you want to do is be with each other, but the thing is, you need to understand that different people have different boundaries. So some people would be totally happy with spending every day, all day with each other. And you could totally manage that and you wouldn't argue and you wouldn't you wouldn't get sick of each other. I'm not saying that if me and Matt saw each other every day, all day, that we'd get sick of each other. But obviously, like, if you're with each other all day, every day, it's just the same. And sometimes it is too much of a good thing. Like you will take each other for granted and you won't appreciate the time that you have with each other and you won't be getting excited to see each other as much because you're seeing each other all the time. And I think when you're comfortable by yourself, genuinely, it does wonders for your relationship. And if you haven't listened to this episode yet, I say it almost every week, listen to the episode Alone But Not Lonely, okay? Because seriously, it is so good if you struggle to be alone and you find yourself constantly wanting to be with your boyfriend or around people when you're not with your boyfriend and, you know, or if you need time away from your partner or to just get some independence, okay? So anyway, the next one is dealing with arguments, okay? So this is a hard one because I think, for me, 
this is me, just this is my personal opinion. But I think there are stages of a relationship, okay? So you've got the honeymoon phase where you're both on your best behaviour. You're falling in love. You're showing the best version of yourself. You're not showing your flaws. You're you're being agreeable. You're being lovely. You're both, you know, you're both being the best glossy versions of yourself that you can possibly be, okay? And then there's the next stage, which I definitely think is the make or break stage. And it's the power struggle phase because this phase is definitely like, it's definitely make or break because you're both trying to figure out where you stand. You're kind of pushing each other's boundaries and working out what buttons you can push and how the other reacts to the buttons you're pushing. And this stage, you either get through it or you don't, in my opinion. Like for me and Matt, we went through this when we began long distance as well, which made it really hard because we'd only been together three months um, when we went long distance and genuinely it was really difficult but it's so important to remember as well because I saw this thing on Pinterest where all of my quotes come from but it's you two versus the problem not you versus each other okay so it is really hard and it is a learning curve to kind of swallow your pride because I know when me and Matt started going out I was very like no I'm never wrong I'm never in the wrong and it's really nice because I have, like, me and I have such a good relationship and I feel like it's so healthy because I'm at a point with him now where I can accept where I'm wrong and, like, the way we don't really argue, we just have, if I have an issue or he has an issue, we'll explain it and say it's me that's got an issue and I say to him, I don't know, I don't like when you said that, he'll say, okay, well, why, why not? Why didn't you like that? And I'll say, it made me feel like this. And he'll be like, oh, okay, I can see that. I won't do that again. Or he'll say, oh, I, I don't really understand what you mean. Can you, can you tell me more about this? And that's how we have a conversation. That's how we go through an issue. And it just makes it a lot easier. And you don't need to be shouting each other to convey your point. You don't need to be, you know, being dramatic and slamming doors and you know, threatening breakups and leaving and cheating, whatever you're doing, you know, you don't need to do that. You can just have a healthy conversation. And, you know, communication is definitely key. Like when handling arguments, particularly in long distance, because it's not like you can just hug it out or whatever. You actually have to talk to each other and you have to actually communicate because that's the only thing you've got. And because you need to focus on what you want from this conversation rather than thinking of thinking of it like an argument because I know as a girl I feel like you're actually just wired to be argumentative and dramatic we love drama we love gossip we love arguments it just it's one of those things that's almost in our genetics don't know why but it just is okay so it's about kind of understanding because I know that I think a lot of good people go through this where once they're in a mood they go round and round in circles and I don't do it as much as I used to, but, you know, I know I've, I'm quite stubborn, so you can just go around and around in circles rather than actually thinking, okay, well, what do I actually want from this conversation, and at what point do we just say, right, let's just leave it here, and I'll talk to you in a couple of hours, when we've called down, we just have a nice, normal conversation about what we've been doing, you know, so just make sure that you're not falling into the trap of just going around in circles, and I don't know, just try and have a conversation with each other. Obviously, it's not always you. Like, sometimes guys just are a bit of an arse, to be honest. 
some guys are and some guys are equally as dramatic as girls and equally enjoy arguments as much as girls so you know we've just got to make sure that we fall out of the trap of arguing rather than communicating okay so this one's actually kind of a situationship dilemma but I really wanted to talk about this theory because well I'll actually explain in a second about my friend's experience with this theory after I told her so there's something called the box theory okay and I don't even know where I found out about this theory but I've known about it for years and years and years like probably since I was 16 I found out about this theory so you know it's called the box theory and men put you in three boxes now this isn't strictly true but in my head it does make sense but please dm me and message me if you have a different opinion on this because genuinely I would love to like you know hear what you guys think about it but so we've got the box theory so men put you in three boxes men's brain I feel like men's brains are actually really simple like they don't want it to be complicated okay and they know in my opinion I think they know pretty quickly what they want from you okay so the first box is intimacy so I'm sure you know what I mean by this but maybe they're looking just for a one-night stand or a friends with benefits situation or something like that okay and then the next box is friendship okay they just want to be friends with you they don't want anything more even if you're doing a cheeky bit of flirting they only want to be friends you know they'll treat you like a friend the friendship box and then you've got the relationship box so the commitment box they want to be with you they see something with you that goes further than the bedroom you know they take you out on dates and you know they make plans with you that don't include being out at night in the dark or only texting past a certain time you know so it's actually really interesting once you know this theory it's really good because if you're stuck in a situation right now you can always analyze this like the situation and you know you can always see where it's going obviously not every boy is the same and like you know this is just a little bit of psychology for you but you know it depends what you want as well because maybe you are happy of just being in the friendship box or the intimacy box or whatever you want to do it's totally up to you no judgment from me but I just thought it was really interesting um theory to share okay so anyway my friend she was talking to this guy for a while and she really liked him I think I'm not sure if they did go out on any dates or anything but I don't know I, I'm pretty sure it was a situation ship and I'd said to her I was like I told her about the box theory years ago probably quite a similar time to when I found out about it I'm really sorry if you could hear my friend and her boyfriend talking in the background of that that's really annoying but uh, I apologize for that but anyway so yeah so I told her um a few years probably when I found out about it and so she was talking to this guy and I'm pretty sure it was just a situation ship as I just said I'm so sorry I've thrown myself off but um so then she told him about the theory and she told him about the three boxes that you get put in and she didn't ask him um, about what box she's in or anything. I think she was using it as a reference about when she was talking about her friend and her situationship, I think. She was talking to him about her situationship, if that makes sense. And then a week later, he cuts her off and she's like, well, what did I do? And he was like, oh, it was just that box theory. It confused me. <laughs> I think it made him crap himself because he thought crap she's on to me maybe I don't know but anyway that's a funny story that I thought I would share I apologize to my friend if she's listening but anyway the next one okay 
So, oh, I just said, okay, I'm so sorry. Anyway, prioritize time with friends. This is genuinely so important and it's so underrated, but please do not be one of those girls that doesn't do anything with her friends when she has a boyfriend. Make time for your friends. They are the ones who will be there for you when he is not. You need to make sure that you have your own network of friends as well. Um, for fun and for emotional support, whatever your friends are there for, you need to make sure that you have your own because I know that some girls are only friends with their boyfriend's friends, which creates an issue. If you break up, well, they're going to pick the boyfriend, aren't they? Because they were friends with the boyfriend first. Well, if they have morals, then that is (laughs) the way that they would, the direction they would go in. And you know, it is really hard if you break up with them and you don't have anyone there to talk to for emotional support or friends or as a distraction from your heartbreak, okay? And thing is, make sure all your plans do not revolve around your boyfriend, okay? So I had a friend, right, who had a boyfriend and I'd asked to do stuff with her and she'd say no, okay? And she wouldn't say no because she was with him. It was because she was waiting in his bedroom for him to get back because he was out with his friends. And I said to her, I was like, well, can you not come out while he's out then? She was like, no, not really. I can't lie, please don't be one of those girls. Like, genuinely, please, please don't be one of those girls. Because it's so, you know, they didn't live together and she was happier by herself in his room than going out with her friends. And I just, I don't know. It's really hard. It is a hard situation, but I feel like you need to be that girl that understands balance between her boyfriend and her friends. Make sure that you, you know, that you make your friends feel prioritised when it comes to your you and your boyfriend. And, you know, don't be one of those girls who constantly talks about her boyfriend as well, okay? So there are these girls who only ever speak about their boyfriends. You could talk to them about absolutely anything. You could literally say, oh... I got some makeup on my pillowcase last night and they'll be like, oh my goodness, yeah, Dave's pillowcase was really dirty as well. I'm like, great, okay, thank you. (laughs) Continue conversation. Obviously, if it's valid and, like, if it affects her personally and if you actually have a problem with your boyfriend, then I'm all ears, okay? When you're constantly talking about them and it's your personality trait, please stop, okay? Reevaluate what you're doing because, you know... You had a life before this man. What are you playing at, okay? So, you know, thing is as well, I think it's a bit different when your friends all have boyfriends and you're talking about your boyfriend because I think they can relate to it. It's more of a conversation topic because you can compare each other's boyfriends, if that makes sense. Not compare, but like, you know, you can relate to the situations that you're talking about or the things that you're speaking about. And, you know, if they're all single, I can't lie, the last thing they want to be hearing is about how lovely your relationship is, okay? They don't want to hear about that. Obviously, a little bit here and there is absolutely fine, but they don't want to be hearing about it 24-7, okay? So be considerate. And thing is, genuinely, too much of a good thing, that is all I'm going to say, because you need to actually think about it. And, you know, you need to set boundaries, right? So that comes on to our next subject, setting boundaries, okay? So this one's kind of a bit psychology related as well, but you'll see what I mean when, you know, you listen to what I say. So sometimes it's not you that's stopping you from being independent, okay? And I can totally appreciate that because sometimes it isn't you and sometimes it is them. And you do find that some boys don't like their girlfriends being independent and don't want them to have a life 
away from them and want you to be wrapped around their little finger. And that's not right and it's not fair. And the thing is, independence is so important in a relationship. And honestly, relationships are amazing when you both have like a mutual understanding of each other's boundaries and that you both trust each other and that you both understand that just because you're having fun without each other or because you're not with each other all the time, it doesn't mean that you love each other any less, okay? And I was speaking to someone recently about all of this and like about boundaries and he was he said something really interesting and I was thinking like, oh wow, that's, that's an interesting, interesting perspective, okay? So I said, well, he spoke to me about his opinion on going clubbing and this is when you have a boyfriend or a girlfriend and he basically said that it's disrespectful and I think a lot of people have this opinion of like if you're going clubbing clubbing is for single people and I can see where you mean from like the site where you do see girls like dancing with other guys and like kissing other guys whatever but it's not all about that like for me I don't go out very often but when I do it's purely to enjoy time with the girls okay and you know have a dance let loose and let go of the stress and just enjoy being in the moment it's hard because I think different people's experiences result in them looking at things and perceiving things in different ways so for me I know when me and Matt go clubbing it's to enjoy time with friends and not for the, you know, the hookup single culture. And it's hard because, you know, you do need to remember that everyone has their own past experiences. So for everyone, everyone has reasons for the way that they behave. And it's always really interesting to look at the psychology of things and, you know, to look at the reasons behind other people's behaviours. So I feel like people are less likely to want their significant other to go clubbing if say they've cheated in the relationship you know and they've stayed and now they're uncomfortable with them going clubbing or going to a place where there are other people and you have had a bit to drink and you're not necessarily completely aware of your senses um but yeah when like looking specifically at setting boundaries okay it lets you satisfy your own needs it allows you to be independent and fulfill your own needs whilst letting your partner know what you need from them okay so you know and as well as that it means that you can understand what they need from you and what you can do to support your partner in the relationship and make sure that they feel loved and they still have a life of their own so something that's important to remember especially you know say your boyfriend is treating you like crap if this was a friend that was treating you like this would you still be friends probably not okay so why are we letting a boy treat us like crap please explain it to me honestly girls life is actually too short and you are too pretty to put up with it not being treated exactly how you deserve okay so you actually need to sit back and think to yourself because I say I say this I said this to my friend who was going through a really toxic horrible relationship where he was just treating her like rubbish but they've been together for such a long time that she was holding on to the past of how he used to behave and not actually looking at how he's behaving in the present. So, you know, I think you need to sit back and think to yourself, if how you were treated today is how you were going to be treated every day for the rest of your life that you are with this person, would you be okay with that? Would you would you be okay with how you're being treated today? And if you're questioning if you would be okay with it or if you have that little gut feeling that you've just been ignoring, then you need to protect your peace and choose you, okay? Because 
it's so hard because it is really hard when you've been with a person for an amount of time and you know you've got those rose tinted goggles on and you're holding on to how someone behaved in the honeymoon phase where you're on your best behavior and in your head you're thinking well you behaved like that then so why can't you do that now I know what you've been like before so why can't you be like that now why isn't he changing why isn't he doing this why isn't he doing that okay I think for me personally ask them to do things once okay and if they're not doing it then you need to have a serious re-evaluation because thing is your boyfriend and you to your boyfriend you're meant to look after each other you're meant to make sure that you're helping each other become the best version of yourselves that you can be you know you're helping each other meet your goals and you know be happy and if you're not happy in your relationship then why are you in it if you're not feeling like you're the best version of yourself with that person then why are you with them okay it's the same thing as being friends with someone if your friend is treating you like crap you wouldn't stay friends with them you know if your friend wasn't treating you very nicely you would not stay friends with them if your friend was saying nasty things to your face you would not be friends with them so why are you staying with a boy like why are you staying with this guy if he's not being nice to you if he's not treating you the way that you deserve okay so obviously I'm so sorry because this did come become a bit of a rant but honestly life is too short to be unhappy and to be feeling drained or to be questioning if you are supposed to be with this person it's not about that okay so this kind of leads to the quote of the week okay the quote of the week is I just realized I said okay about 12 times I'm becoming a lot more aware of my okays and I'm not happy about it but anyway (laughs) the quote of the week is a healthy relationship is two independent people making a deal to help each other become the best versions of themselves and that is what a healthy relationship is and that is what you should be feeling when you're in a relationship you should be feeling like you're both independent you both have your own lives your own roles your own jobs your own situations your own friends you know and your own hobbies and your own ways of being happy and you come together in a partnership and basically agree to make sure that you're going to push each other and make sure that you can be the best versions of yourself and make sure that you can help each other in ways that you couldn't help yourself okay so it's like a puzzle piece coming together to form that big picture of what you want in life okay so this week's homework (laughs) is to reevaluate your situation are you happy and would you be happy being treated how you were today for the rest of your life that is what I want you to ask yourself would you be happy with how you were treated today you know, would you want to be treated like that for the rest of your life? And if you are questioning that, or if you're saying, yeah, yeah, I would, and you've got that horrible gut feeling in your gut is telling you, no, 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 you wouldn't. And you know, you wouldn't. And he's, you know, you can think he's going to change, but he might not. There's a possibility, you know, life is too short and you are far too pretty to be putting up with the bare minimum. Okay. And I saw this other quote, actually, I feel like I'm really longing out this episode and I apologize. But I saw this quote and it said, stop romanticising the bare minimum. I think that should be the quote of the week, you know. Stop romanticising the bare minimum. He texted you back. Wow. Um, He met up with you. Wow. He said hello to you. Wow. The bare minimum. Oh my 
gosh, that's so exciting. No, okay. We're not getting excited. And we are not romanticizing the bare minimum, okay? If he's getting new flowers, oh, amazing, okay? If he's going out of his way to make sure that he knows, you know that he cares about you, amazing, okay? It's the little things. So please, 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 please stop romanticizing the bare minimum. Put yourself first, choose you, protect your peace, and enjoy your alone time, okay? Okay. Okay, okay, okay. <laughs> that girl's made me so self-aware and I don't know how I feel about it. I feel like I was a low-key hater. It's made me really stressed out now. <laughs> but anyway, have a lovely week, my beautiful ladies. And please do your homework. My DMs are always open if you do want some advice on anything, genuinely, absolutely anything, okay? So I love you all. I will see you next week. Bye.